0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey,
1: there's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet here to help you with your pets. Whatever the problem is, pet professional standing by, ready and willing to help you out. It's that guy across the table from me.
2: Hi, I'm Brian Donovan. I, the same Brian Donovan that was here the last decade.
0: Oh, there it is.
1: Yeah. Oh, and up here at the head of the table with me.
3: Hey, uh, Matt Fox. <laughs> Hi.
1: Hi, oh, <hey>, Matt. <laughs> Pushing our buttons as always.
3: Sam, whoop, whoop.
1: Hey, Sam Nork. Hello. My name is Jamie. Just want to make sure everybody has a good time. Animal Talk, it is America's Pet Show. Sam, do me a favor, Flav. Can you crank the uh, headphone volume on... Number three for me a little you bit, know, please. Three. Just, yeah. uh, number two. just a, a little bit of gas on the headphones, and life will be good.
3: Yeah. And then we can
1: make some serious podcast magic happen, because <laughs> that's what it is. Is that better? No, it wasn't. You didn't, oh. you didn't change it at all. <laughs> yes, I did. Number three? All right. Yeah. Anyway. Did I do it now? Yeah, Have okay. Now. That was it. All right.
3: Oh, okay. What about There you go. Uno? Thank or you number go. two? There I mean, there.
1: there you go. All right. Anyway, so uh, Brian... How- you no, know, I just
2: realized this show is no better in 2020. <laughs> than it was a decade ago.
1: You
0: haven't been here in like how long now?
2: It's been a while.
0: Yeah, well, welcome back. It, it's man. not a
1: show unless we're doing technical adjustments in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But welcome a, back. It's not a podcast. Thanks. I'm Always still learning. Welcome back. I I
2: appreciate that.
3: Yeah.
1: It's a new it's a new century. No, new decade. New decade. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like some people are like "Oh, 20 it's years like...
0: ago yes it was a yeah. Yeah.
3: so
1: it's like <laughs> what is still not 1980 <laughs> can't you tell by the way I dress <laughs> 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 oh
2: well, good holidays for everybody yeah
1: safe and sound relatively one piece yeah it
2: was, it was phenomenal yeah. I mean everybody's uh, happy yeah and they're healthy yes and what more can you ask for
1: well, I, everybody in this
2: room. <laughs> in this room? <laughs> <laughs> there's not yeah. a mentally healthy
1: person in this. Oh, yeah. And this, it, yeah. yeah, no, there's, there's, there's a lot of mental instability, too. Yeah. Oh, here? In this room? Yeah, in both rooms, yes. Oh, okay. What's
3: the other room? What do you mean? Well,
1: this room and that this room. room. and.
3: Oh, yeah, because we're in separate rooms. Yes. Well, the door's open, so I feel it. It's a... And you're going to close the door. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> not closing the door on you, Sam. Uh, but no, just uh, yeah, just excited about the about the the year and uh, rolling forward with all the projects that that we're working on here at the Podcast Detroit Northville Studios. Right? Is this a
2: segue mm-hmm. into New Year's resolutions? Mm, it yeah, could be. Sure. It
0: could, very well
1: could be. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Did you make any, Jamie? No, I, I, know. <laughs> I didn't. Have you ever made New Year's resolutions?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: No, not really. Have you been a, um, been a thing. No, he
3: been... told me that his New Year's resolution one year was to drink. Oh, wait, no. That was what you gave him for Lent. He said you're <laughs> going to give Lent. up Coca-Cola or Pepsi or whatever for Lent. Uh, yeah.
2: Did that work? No.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, How about you, uh, Matt? Any you New know, Year's honestly,
0: resolution? I uh, actually did uh, decide mm-hmm. that I was going to listen better. Ah. So if you sign if you find me being kind of quiet, it's because I'm sitting back and listening. Uh, I'm sorry, Matt. I didn't catch that. Yeah, exactly. Oh sorry, yeah. I
3: didn't catch that. What's my favorite color? Were you guys <laughs> listening to that?
1: What yeah. did you say that the,
3: today? Uh, I did. Oh, yeah. No, I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so. It's yeah, Pais-
0: Paisley. Just to listen a little bit.
3: Paisley's better. a pattern, not a color. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so what what where where's this come from? Something like that usually comes from somewhere. You know, some epiphany or some kind of revelation. Uh, too know,
1: many I, I, nights I, on the couch. isn't I mean, that? Possibly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Quite possibly.
0: I was but trying yeah, to be yeah. more tactful than that. <laughs> the direct approach is better.
2: I'm not. Where'd well, you screw up, man?
0: <laughs> when, when I'm asked the question, hey, do you remember? And if I say no, that means I really wasn't listening because I have a pretty good memory. I truly do. But mm-hmm. if I don't remember somebody saying something, that makes me feel bad. So that makes me feel
3: bad, too, but sometimes, like, people didn't say that. Like, sometimes my family's like, I told you last night to take out the trash, and I'm like, you didn't tell me that.
0: That's just being, that's just being lazy, but. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. <laughs> Yeah, just trying to listen better, and uh, you know, instead of formulating an opinion right away, think about it, and then uh, propose your opinion. Huh. That's pretty
3: smart. Mm-hmm. Wise. That's
0: just what I'm trying to do.
3: Matt the Wise.
1: That is, that's uh it's a pretty fair, uh fair thing to
0: take i already on. go to the gym i already have that i need sure. to resolve to go to the gyms right again yeah.
1: what so. about you samantha any resolutions
3: um so my resolution isn't really a resolution i don't okay. think because mine's just like um i don't know like do like do what i was what i've been doing i guess okay like uh like do more shoot more shows and like uh you know maybe do some more short films because i like to make short films uh i've never directed a short film so i'm trying to do that within the next few coming months um because i wrote a short film and now i want to i want to make it so that's cool okay yeah but i don't think that's a resolution i think that's just goals
1: i'm I'm going I'm, i'm actually i'm getting i'm actually shooting for dry january
3: oh really yeah, are you good for you, man? Today's the second. Wait, did you drink on the first?
1: Well, there's, there's, you know, today is one step at a time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yesterday some... was football, and we were at a friend's house.
2: You know, Jamie, you don't have much of a commitment <laughs> or a conviction when you say I'm shooting for.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll make it. Own it, brother. Today's the first day.
2: First day in the.
1: All right, guys, you want to go to the bar
3: month? after this? <laughs> yeah, sure. Nice.
0: Brent, how long? How long ago? was it that you had your last drink of uh liquor wine whatever. yeah it was two years ago two years ago wait over two years ago yeah wow so you haven't had any alcohol since Mm-mm, no that's fantastic yeah. but you and you feel wonderful i feel great yeah okay. so yeah. jamie i'm proud of you for that yeah. because you and i have been out to the the uh watering holes on oh mars quite over the past number of months There's been a lot of liquor and alcohol consumed, so taking a month off is not a bad
1: thing. No, yeah, because we do that other podcast, The Man Cave Happy Hour. Yeah. And, uh... Man, it was like November and December. There were just like so many events that <laughs> oh we really overindulged. Oh,
3: oh, so are you guys yeah. not it's doing, like, are you guys not recording?
1: Well, no, because we have a couple in the can. And then I thought if we, if we run out of a couple that we have saved, no, the last week of the month, we'll either bring somebody in to talk about moderation or yeah. uh, just do a cigar and not do a cocktail with it. Yeah. So I, well, I, I had kind of planned it out. Or so. you can do
2: what I used to do. <laughs> might just say shut up
0: liver don't be a pussy
3: <laughs> <laughs> not today liver
1: <laughs> not today
0: <laughs> no, I'm, pr- I'm proud of you for that jamie yeah, yeah. so, so i guess mine's to, not
3: really a resolution then okay
1: no your res your your resolved to, to make your film and to be more active in, in in my thing in your art
3: yeah that is my resolution i think that
1: is. That's yeah. what Not I Not to be. For me, it's no heroin.
3: Yeah. Don't no, be lazy. No heroin. In
1: 2020. Yeah. You're only keen, just. I'll start the black tar back up. 2020 vision. <laughs> Stopping uh, the the chase the dragon.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, but I, I I resolve we'll get to pet questions sooner in the podcast <laughs> than we normally do.
3: <laughs> oh, and pet more dogs. <gasps> pet more. There dogs. we go. That was part of my resolution.
1: We have a, we're going to do a, a pet <gasps> event with the Detroit Shipping Company uh, the day before Valentine's Day. Okay. Um, so it's the th- it falls on a Thursday and it is, uh, I will do it down at the Detroit Shipping Company and the podcast Detroit Studios there. It's called Puppy Love. May I come? And uh, yeah, somebody's got to run the board, Sam. All right, cool. <laughs> we need you, Sam. Yes, we I want to pet animals. So yeah. So that's going to be like,
3: has, do, Uh
2: yeah. Has everyone seen the pictures of of Matt sleeping with his new dog?
3: <laughs> yes, yes. It's,
2: it's kind of disturbing, <laughs> but I don't know if that's just me being disturbed about it.
3: No, it's fun to sleep with animals. I
2: liked
1: that you called them litter mates. Yeah, that, that was, was the best question. Are yeah. those litter mates?
2: Yeah. Uh, why don't you post a couple of those pictures on our on our uh, Facebook? Yeah, absolutely. Page.
0: I'll share with the so people on.
2: can be as disturbed as I was.
0: So. Well, my wife was. Take Mary who took those pictures. She did. Yeah. I'm dead asleep in those pictures. I have not taken my own self. That, uh, like that. that dog yeah. just
2: snuggled right up to you. Yeah. And how old is it? The dog's she's an older nine, dog. She's nine. Now, why did you decide to adopt a nine-year-old dog?
0: We wanted to foster a senior pup. And we, Mary and I have talked about this a number of times. But uh, the owner of the dog, he's 42, and he had a massive stroke. So he was not able to care for the dog, not able to take care of the puppy at all. And uh, so we were asked if we wanted to foster and we were happy to because we've already talked about this, so it was really just you know serendipitous that we had the opportunity to foster a pup. Julie was and she is she she understood she on un- she knows her commands you know she lets us know when she has to go outside she she was raised well uh, enough so we didn't have to do too much okay. to, and she it's more about acclimating I have a behavior question for you about the acclimation of a pet to a new home especially a senior pup okay so okay. later in the show when we get to it unless you want me to ask it now. But, um, yeah, it's just, we, we wanted to foster a senior pup and we have the opportunity and she's really taken to the house and to my daughters and to my wife. She loves Mary. She is her shadow day in and day out. Well, that's and, awesome. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like,
2: that's like the best case scenario
0: for rehoming a, a dog. Mm-hmm. We're, yes. we're fostering indefinitely at this point. We don't know how long we're going to have her. Yeah. So we don't want to become too attached, but she's already attaching herself. So I'm not quite sure dogs do that yes they no. have a way of doing that well, yes. oh yeah yeah. Uh, yeah foster fail yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. right so you know if uh it comes down to it she goes back to her owner i hope she does and i hope he gets better yeah um and we'll we'll always look to do it again
1: yeah but so, i mean best case scenario the guy's okay right and can take care of his dog mm-hmm. worst case scenario you got a dog <laughs> right at least for a <laughs> few more years yeah yeah yeah
3: <laughs> how is that the worst case scenario though well, oh. oh well, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> never mind. It's sorry, a, it's a
1: good, it's a good case scenario. Yeah, that
3: yeah. was kind
2: of the point, Sam. Even the worst case scenario is pretty damn good.
0: Oh, yeah.
3: oh okay. Yeah. Well, also, that's probably not good that you know he's sick and stuff, but yeah, you know. Right.
0: So hey. I, I hope he gets better. I hope he can get his dog back. But we're gonna take very good care of. But of
3: him. if something bad happens, you have he. This dog has a great home. Mm-hmm. So, win right. win. So for the dog
1: <laughs> got a question here for you, Brian, though. We got a puppy. yay, yay! We just bought a seven week old lab mix puppy. Uh, we just brought a seven year old lab mix puppy in seven our year lives. old, seven week old, seven week old. Okay. Oh, I was
3: about it to say puppies aren't seven. Anyway,
1: brought a seven week old lab mix puppy into our lives. When is the right time to start training a puppy? What exactly should we be training her to do? And is it possible to teach self-control?
0: <laughs> I had a qu- quick question uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamie said lab mix. Lab mix. What is is seven the lab mix? Does it say dog? Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, Jamie, um you can start training at, at, as soon as you get the dog at 7 weeks. Mm. You know, it, but um just like people, you know, they're they're uh they're apt to to learn and they're uh, different things at certain points in their development. Yeah. So, you know, you don't want to introduce any kind of harsh or kind of regimented training sessions with the dog at seven weeks but you can definitely start getting the dog on a schedule and getting them used to the words potty or outside or you know um, uh, uh, the word no is a good one to teach yeah. you know uh, when the dog is biting too hard perhaps or getting into something that doesn't belong to him so there's lots of things you can do at this age and as far as self-control I'm assuming they, they mean housebreaking. <laughs> mm. that's that's my uh, assumption yeah.
1: But I, um, like me, I eat a lot of pie.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> no so, self control.
2: So if if that's the case, uh, I'm
0: cut back on the porn. I, got <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I think the bigger question uh, is uh, how long can you leave the dog alone for? You know, uh, uh, at that age, and at seven weeks, it's a little too young to leave the dog for more than a couple of hours without taking him out and uh, letting him do his business. So um if you're if you're working full time uh the dog has to be crated then mm. have somebody come in you know a, mm. a, a pet sitter qualified pet sitter that could uh help you with that with the training you know they're worth their weight in gold a pet sitter when the dog is at this age because not only are they just kind of hanging out with the dog they're also helping they're instrumental to helping train the dog yeah. so um you can leave the instructions a lot of pet sitters have some basic obedience knowledge and uh and house training knowledge so they'll be able to uh to do the training when you're you know when you're at work so but like formal
1: training formal dog behavior obedience class you know yeah, you get yeah. your little graduation cap at the end uh when when does that typically take four, place five,
2: six months six months depending Five months. On the type of training months. yeah yeah right. usually about four and a half months is a good good time to start that okay
1: and uh, dogs pretty well formed at that point and uh, going well, to teach ready some for good it. lessons. They're ready for it
2: at that. At right. They're ready to learn that, at that. Uh, take those those cues at that age.
1: All right. So there was a very tragic fire in Germany uh, yesterday. There's a lot of animals lost their lives. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was another one uh, in Australia. Uh, the Mogo Zoo in Australia happened uh, just the other day as Ooh. well. And uh, but this one has a much happier ending uh, than the one in uh, in in Germany because at the Mogo Zoo uh, amid the devastation and fires this is coming out of the BBC News um, amid the uh, devastating fires raging ravaging Australia a small zoo has managed to save all of its animals through an extraordinary bravery of its staff the Mogo Zoo houses Australia's largest collection of primates along with zebras rhinos and giraffes yet. Uh, it was right in the line of a bushfire uh, that's ravaging Australia right now. The keepers managed to protect all 200 animals from harm, yet it was right in the middle of, of, of the line of fire. Uh, I read that. While most were sheltered um, at the site, monkeys, pandas, and even a tiger were temporarily lodged at one of the keepers'
2: homes. <laughs> Man, that's commitment. (laughs) I'd take a panda home.
1: So on Tuesday, an evacuation order was made by the New South Wales area where the zoo is located, but the staff decided to stay and protect the animals. The zoo director, Chad Staples, said the situation had been apocalyptic and and it felt like Armageddon was going on. Uh, He said the zoo only survived because they had a precise plan in place. And first, the zookeepers moved everything flammable from the area, then turned to the animals themselves. The larger ones, the lions, tigers, orangutans, uh, were moved into secure night enclosures and kept safe and calm. The smaller one needed extra shelter. Uh, So Director Staples decided to simply take him to his house. Everybody, come on. (laughs) Jump on in the Subaru. We're heading to... We're heading to daddy's house. So right now in my house, there's a, an animal. There's animals of all descriptions. He said in all the different rooms, they are safe and protected. We did not lose a single animal. He told ABC news. Hmm. Uh, ta-ta-ta. yeah. Some of the smaller monkeys had to be moved to the house. So the red Panda, all oh, red pandas are so cute. I love
0: the red pandas. Oh, uh, they look like yeah. little foxes. They do. That's they look like
1: fluffy, <laughs> fluffy foxes. Um, and uh, there's a tiger in the back area of the house right now. <laughs>
0: How oh,
1: did they
2: manage that? That's yeah, that's crazy. But well, you know, you saw,
1: you, you saw, Hangover, <laughs> <laughs> get it in, in the back of the cop car, go for a ride, man. Um, so Mr. Staples explained that these, uh, they only, they, the only, the only thing they're suffering from is is a little bit of stress, uh, but not from the fire, but due to the rush of the keepers to try to keep the vehicles moving. Uh, around the the incoming flames, so yeah, it was uh, kind of Tetris there. So that's kind of cool. So uh, happy news story amid uh, fires in Australia. So uh, the fires have destroyed over 200 homes and leaving uh, left thousands of people facing an uncertain future there in that portion uh, of Australia, the New South Wales part. So and that's just as recent as uh, Monday. So. Yeah, wow. So good stuff. <laughs> Would you what? what <laughs> Would you take an animal would you take uh, would you take would you take your work
2: home with you Brian uh, like I said that's a lot of commitment I mean I would love to take a, a giraffe home and you know what I would do with it as soon as I, <laughs> I put a, a lampshade on its head.
1: I believe it I
0: believe in a unicorn before I would believe in a giraffe <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah so that guy's fostering some animals uh, can you imagine fostering a tiger, Matt? You bring stuff into your house, right? You got your foster.
0: I've, I've brought worse in, yeah. Yeah. So, what is your foster?
1: <laughs> what is your foster pet behavior question, right? Yeah. So he's fostering tigers, but you have some fostering. I do pet behavior questions. I what got are some your questions for you, Brian? What is what is your fostering pets behavior questions, Matt?
0: All right. So it's all about the acclimation. Yeah. When you're fostering an animal, acclimation. How long does it take for a for a dog or a cat? To actually acclimate to its new surroundings because i've heard of the 333 rule like three days to under uh, what is it three days to new, know it's a new place uh three weeks to acclimate then three months to accept where it's at mm-hmm. but is that like is that a good rule of thumb or what is your what is your thought you know
2: it, it's 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 kind of, you know think of people you know a, a different personality types mm-hmm. you know someone who's maybe real introverted and real um i don't know likes all their stuff in the right place and you know uh anything you you you, you move or change is going to cause a lot of stress right. some dogs are like that cats where um it could take months hmm. months and others are very easygoing. Right. you just plop them down you give them something to eat and they're fine right. you know um so it all depends on the dog but yeah i would expect you know you, you should have some patience with 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 the dog and um i mean the pictures you showed of the dog sleeping with you. That's that's kind of extraordinary for an older dog to just kind of take to the new house and mm-hmm. and already up there just kind of, you know... Uh, Chilling out. She, she roots. Show, yeah. She
0: roots into the... Yeah, she covers herself up herself. It's hysterical <laughs> just to watch this dog root. Uh, but the cat... <laughs> The honeypot that we have. Yeah. You hate that name. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I she's, that. she's taken a little bit longer to acclimate to having the dog around. Cause cats always do. She's been head of household for yeah. almost four years. So yeah. to have a new four legged freak coming yeah. into the house.
2: And you know what? Your cat may always to some degree be uncomfortable with the situation. hmm um, yeah cats it's it's much much uh, more difficult
0: usually. Yeah, I've been posting you know pictures and videos of you know the two of them together in the same room. They stay in the same room, they can sleep in the same room. Yeah. But if they get too close to one another, man, it's a it, she, yeah. cat hisses and spits and the dog just looks at her and goes, "I could I could chew you up in one bite. So,
2: But, you know, like we always say about a, a lot of issues, it, it it comes down to scheduling, consistency, right. stability. They eat know. together.
0: That's one of the things really. that we, we instituted. That's was really encouraging. Eat together yeah. so they know that, hey, at mealtime, we can be in the same room. So that's one of the things to get them acclimated together was just to feed them at the same time. Yeah. Which is kind of fun.
2: Yeah um yeah so it's uh, it sounds like you're doing really well with it but yeah it it, it depends on the dog most dogs within and if they're younger mm-hmm. too if they're younger it usually is a lot quicker okay. to the acclimation process so your dog being a. you know a, a senior citizen mm-hmm. you know taking to your household that's going to be how old
0: is honeypot how old is the cat yeah, she's six five six years old yeah so mm-hmm. it may take her a little while yeah yeah and that's expected yeah but
2: she yeah. you got to uh, watch for um Any issues with the litter box. You know, if she starts going off the litter box and she's not using litter box, then you know there's a lot of stress going on. But barring that,
0: yeah, we haven't had that. She's never we never had that issue with her. Yeah. You know, I was paying attention to it, making sure the dog wasn't getting in there. Yeah. Um, but you know, the cat's always going to her her spot anyway. So it's all good. Well, that's good, yeah. Yeah. I guess I got lucky, you know. You have a lot to be thankful for, Matt. Yeah, I do. Thanks, man. (laughs) Your tutelage helped. (laughs) <laughs> just by the way by the way so thank you for that <laughs>
1: just
2: through osmosis just being here just
1: yeah, being and here. absorbing just being here
0: yeah
2: what would brian do <laughs> <Right? What> would, <laughs> yeah, i
1: got a bracelet that says Is your last it's, name boy
0: title by chance <laughs> uh,
1: i
2: wish
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right I got, a, I got another uh pet question for you though uh i have an eight month old mutt he's always been very friendly a very friendly dog loves to hang out with people all kinds of people. He has never barked at other people or dogs and always wants to play. Today I took him out. We walked as usual and he spotted three little girls playing near us. And then out of the blue started barking and growling at these three little girls. Uh, And, and, and he tried to run at them out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. So I stopped him, took him up and disciplined him right away. Um, But it, it was such a shock. He's never barked at any humans, especially children. Uh, why would my dog do this suddenly?
2: You said eight months old,
1: eight, uh, eight month old. Bye. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's why, uh, uh, what happens, Jamie is, you know, a dog goes through definite and distinct, um, behavioral developmental behavior, uh, um, phases, mm. okay. Or stages. And, uh, for, uh, for dogs, they, uh, when they're very young, two, three, four months of of age, five, six, even, um, as a rule, they're going to be either friendly or quiet. Okay. And then once they get, uh, they're done growing or they, 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 uh, they start getting their physical maturity, then they start maturing, uh, into, into, uh, a more adult persona or, or personality, which means, uh, sometimes they could, uh, take the role of protector of the household. So right. they're going to start growling at people and things that are unfamiliar. Mm. So that usually comes out between eight months and a year. Oh, okay. you'll start seeing the growling. So it's, it's real typical, uh, for the dog. He's just growing up at, this is a great time to get the dog enrolled in obedience. You know why? Yeah. Even if the dog listens pretty well, it give it puts the dog in um the mindset that it's uh, it's a follower not a leader okay you see okay. so leaders are the ones who are going to alert mm-hmm. okay the, the leaders will will bark and growl so if you're the leader then the dog has no place that's uh to to be doing the uh alerting so um what the dog will learn is to to learn to go uh, take your lead. So if you're not put off by those kids playing in the playground, mm-hmm. the dog shouldn't be. You okay. see, so uh, and the dog has to learn this. I wouldn't be concerned as far as you know thinking that the dog is abnormal or aggressive at this point. I would just think, oh, the dog's becoming an adult and maybe thinks it's his place to That's bark cool. at strangers or growl at strangers.
1: Right, right. Yeah. So how do you how how would you like maybe ramp up the socialization so he's like still friendly with everybody? He First needs. thing
2: I would do is there there's an exercise I, you've seen it uh, you've seen me do this, Jamie. It's called an attention exercise. Mm. So you take the dog on a six foot leash and you just walk towards something unfamiliar, mm-hmm. okay? And then um, when the dog sees the person or sees the thing, you back up out of the dog's sight. If the dog stays there, then when you when you get to the reach of that leash, you give the dog a little correction and the dog turns and follows you you praise the dog and by doing that what will happen is after a few attempts as you approach the person that is is uh is is, uh you know getting the dog's attention the dog will start looking to you first Mm -hmm. because he's starting to learn that when he gets when he starts paying attention too much or taking the lead too much you tend to disappear and when you disappear it startles him you see so the dog will start learning I'm going to follow mom or dad uh, into this new situation. I don't want to lose track of mom or dad. And if they're, if they're following you, they can't follow you and make the choice to bark at someone at the same time. They okay. have to make that choice. So if you, if you put them in that position, the dog will start following you more and more. And then that's when the dog takes your lead. And that's, that's really all you need to do to teach the dog that, hey, in a new situation like this, if you're not sure, look to me. Right. Don't make your, up your own mind to bark at them. Uh, don't make up your own mind to jump on them even if you want to be friendly watch me first and see how i handle this new situation Mm -hmm. and uh, it's uh it's an exercise that really transforms how a dog perceives their role in in that sort of thing
1: that takes a little bit of work a little bit of practice
2: a little bit not much but you know uh dedicate a few minutes a day it's not it doesn't take that long okay yeah
1: i like it yeah how about how about some cat
0: business
2: um how about this (laughs) uh i need uh, i need a glass of water okay and no i'm just kidding Um, (laughs) you're
0: gonna push it off the table
2: i always feel like that i i I feel smart here uh in this room Mm. like no other place in my life (laughs) because (laughs) i have the answers once in a while (laughs) and i'm relevant (laughs)
1: <laughs> All right, we, but we had a, someone we talking about, a, a feral cat. I have a brave, pushy, feral cat. And
2: I drive a Dodge Stratus! <laughs> <laughs>
1: brave, pushy, feral cat I've been feeding. Yeah. Presumably, he's an unneutered male. Uh, early on, about two years ago, I encountered him coming into my cat's cat door. I have two cats that come and go uh, from the house. He was coming in to get the cat's food like he owned the place. Uh, he ran off when he saw me, and I had to seal the cat's ingress for this reason. Uh, I only have the, the only one I had come in like there's the only feral cat I've ever had come in like this. Uh, I think my cat kind of established a rapport with them. Uh, maybe invited them in. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if your cat invited them in. All right. He seems pretty tame at the beginning of this year. I had the bright idea of enticing him inside the house again and then trapping him thinking I could uh, board him at the vets while I took a trip uh, and he would get tamed down. Well, they wanted nothing to do with him. (laughs) As I came to understand, while getting him out of the house, I got some nasty bites and a trip to the ER for myself. Plus, he scaled the wall (laughs) and and pulled sconces down on himself. (laughs) (laughs) He's trapping a feral cat.
2: Cats are absolutely... So, um, oh lost. my gosh! They're like the, its like the Matrix. Watching them, watching <laughs> oh, a fighting cat. Yeah, yeah, they literally can climb up a wall, oh, and yeah. climb across a the ceiling. They can do it. Yeah, whatever. So whatever. now
1: I just open the door and put out some food, uh, but he's trying to nose and push his way back in again. Apparently indifference to my pre- indifferent to my presence, uh, and uh, maybe not remembering our last incident indoors. <laughs> uh, Not sure what the prospects could be for taming him down. Um, now that he's uh it doesn't seem like it's in his nature to trust people and yet he wants to come into the house and he takes food from me all the time uh i have i've resolved to build him a kitty condo out back and maybe he'll live in that so is there any way to train this feral cat
2: well here's the thing um you may make progress and it's going to all be up to the cat how much progress you make. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not up know, to you. Yeah, especially if you, you know, your first foray into this is to try to trap him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think the cat's coming in now because he's like, yeah, I, I, I've got this guy trained. <laughs> I scratched the shit out of him. Now he's, gonna, he's not going to come near me. He came back for more. So right. baby steps, Jamie, uh, yeah. uh, b- baby steps. And at some point you may be able to get close to the cat, but it's going to really be up to them. It's kind of, you know... um feral cats and people uh leaving their pets loose i came across a story about a week ago yeah and i wonder if you guys saw it and i and i I really want to know what your take is on it Mm -hmm. okay so a guy this is in a rural area like montana okay uh he's got wolf hybrid dogs he says they're very friendly and he lets them roam around okay
0: you're in montana you're you're in montana Montana.
2: uh he goes to his mailbox. And he finds his dog's collar. And his dog's collar clearly had the address on it and everything. Mm-hmm. Found the collar in a note that said, um, it did not suffer and I took no pleasure in killing it. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Your dog was in my trash. And maybe, you know, you'll, you'll learn to keep your dogs. Um... Get out. Damn. Oh, so, now, so, is this the wolf
1: wait, dog somebody... or is this yeah. just a
2: dog dog? This is the wolf dog. Okay. Wolf
1: wolf dog. So somebody
3: killed the wolf dog because it was in their trash yes, and he yes. left the collar and a note at this guy's door.
2: That said, um, it did not suffer and I took no pleasure in killing it.
3: Oh my wow. God. Okay. So
2: There's, there, there are, you know, once you get past the shock of it, there are two sides to this. Because yeah. the owner of the dog, he's like, you know, he, so he got into the, the, the neighbor's trash. There's no, that's, that shouldn't be a death sentence. Right. No. Okay, but there is an ordinance in this county that, you know, you can kill a feral dog or a dog that's a stray dog. You can yeah. you can kill it. But they're not the
3: stray. Yard. They no. have a collar.
2: Well, the thing is though, um whose fault
0: is this that the dog is dead? The dog's. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, it's that's a really good point. i mean how is why, that
3: dog out, why, out
1: unsupervised
3: right? so so yeah. i n- understand if he's gonna let him out okay but like why wouldn't this guy be like okay i'm gonna give you one chance please don't let your dogs out into my trash again why would he just kill him right then and there well, unless see, this, this was like a repeated offense yeah we don't yeah. know
2: that part yeah, we, we don't. don't know that part so how much of the back so if it was the 40th know. time yeah. uh that's one thing but here, here's the thing um your dog is in his and tra- the other guy's trash and your dog
1: is a wolf so
2: and and <laughs> right his only response was you know there shouldn't be a death sentence well yeah did you did you I, I don't did it happen before i mean this the person who killed it right you know sounds very methodical yeah. it sounds a little creepy but a little yeah, ma- yeah. methodical too in the sense that hey look you know uh, i would imagine It's happened many times, and the person said to themselves, "Unless this
3: guy's a psycho, so probably could be both."
2: Whether, whether even if it's the first time, Mm -hmm. you let your dog or cat loose, you have to accept the responsibility that it's going to Mm -hmm. either get hit by a car, get taken up by a coyote or something, right? Or somebody's going to shoot it, or
0: uh, or take it to a shelter. And the guy that did that, you know, he was in his right. Because of the city ordinance that you yeah, had mentioned, yeah. so he was in his right to do that. So maybe he tried to approach the animal, but it wasn't it was, a stray. But it was still being ferocious with him, so he had no uh, other option. Yeah. So you don't know,
2: right? Um I have some. I have some uh, uh, experience working with wolf dogs. Yeah. And um, I also have experience with dogs who, or with with pet owners who have a very, very skewed. Opinion of their dog's behavior, hmm. where people think you know, uh, wolf dogs can be real flighty and very odd. Hmm. Their behaviors, mm-hmm. they, and they a lot. And, and the, the pet, the dog owner said, "Oh yeah, he wouldn't hurt a fly." Uh, I've met hundreds and hundreds of dog uh, owners who really have a, a a poor idea of what their dog, you know, the person of their dog, right. is. And uh, and and so who knows? But the bottom line is, you got to keep that pet safe, mm-hmm. right? That's your obligation. It's your responsibility. It's your yeah. responsibility. Man. And um nobody should have to deal with, you know, going and picking up their trash after your dog got into it. Correct. You know, uh and yeah, why would you he was out on his nightly run. Okay. So <laughs> did he do this every every uh trash day or every night he went uh, into the neighbor's trash? So <sighs> I don't know. I I blame the pet owner.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I blame the Well, pet I mean owner. I, I, if it, 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 it take wolf dog out of the out of the equation. Yeah. Um that you should your dog should not be out on unattended. Yeah. Right. And, and and so now should it have been a death sentence? Uh, no. You know. But then you add that wolf dog back into it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and if this thing looks really wolfy, um, you know, maybe yeah, especially if it's
0: dark yeah. outside, you can't tell the difference. yeah. But
1: the deliberate note of you know, <laughs> it was it was painless and all that. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh You know. That's a bit much. It's like it this is this, is this guy it's like a bit uh, much.
2: now if this was in in a city it like in a jersey it, accent
0: yeah
2: uh he's swimming <laughs> he's
0: like he's or a like, philly accent at that yeah <laughs> he's like this
1: shark skin blue suit on i just see steve martin in my blue heaven
2: but it's uh, hey, <laughs> a dog it's a
1: it's a wolf he's in my yard but if you
2: if you live someplace in montana jamie mm-hmm. and where everybody owns a gun yeah everyone's on a hundred <sighs> acres yeah, yeah. They're rugged individualists. That's a very, you true don't mess st- with those people. That's no. a very true statement.
0: Yeah. I was out in Montana last year. I uh, have this thing called inversion was here. You're, you're above the clouds and uh, below the clouds at yeah. the same time, but Montana itself oh. is gorgeous, Yeah, but it's so wide open. Right. You know, you'd see a home every other half a mile. Right. You know? So yeah, it's very wide open. Very right. true
2: statement. And if you, uh, if it's nighttime yeah. and you get a flat tire, are you going to be walking up to a house? No, no, no. Called triple a man yeah. uh no because um those people will shoot you yeah be- yeah because they're out there because they're rugged individualists they don't want to be part of you know uh you know some social ar- urban social. yeah you know uh environment they want to be out on their own mm-hmm. and um I don't know. It just seems like a common sense thing to me. Yeah. Keep your damn dog in the house. Right. Mm.
0: Yeah. Or at least, you know, keep it in a fence if, yeah. you know, at that point. Yeah.
2: All right.
1: So we were talking about the what led into that was the feral cat. Yeah. Um, and then but feral cats are a, a problem, right? And they are. And feeding them. Yeah. Like this person's like feeding this feral. Oh, it's like a feral cat. It's, you know, feeding it. It's it's like, it's not a good thing. It can lead to so many tr- pr- problems. Oh, yeah.
2: Absolutely. You think of diseases. You think of, yeah. you know, all sorts of um, issues with uh, population. Yeah, you know? yeah. There's
1: a, a story from New Orleans, the nola dot com, uh, that uh, Joan My- Miners wrote, and just talking about the problems about feral cats and just that their, their first. There's a list of 15 things here. They're ecological serial killers. <laughs> uh, they they just. They they term the six mass extinction bi- e- e- ecologists. Um, they're they're just raping biodiversity faster than than ever, uh, between ten and a hundred times faster because of feral
2: cats. It's just uh, well, cats are the doing, perfect hunting machine. Yeah, right? perfect yeah. killing machine. And cats will uh, kill animals just out of pleasure. Mm-hmm. They have such a strong drive. A prey drive, they'll yeah, they'll kill.
0: Maybe they'll be the uh, start of the next plague because 1820, 1920 is 2020.
3: 2020. Oh my god, Jesus, yeah. why did you have to bring <laughs> that to us? It's a
1: 1920. 20. One more thing for me to worry about,
3: <laughs> guys. Did you know that um the same distance from you know 2020 to 2050 to like 1990 is the same the 30 years, like from did that make any sense? No,
2: no, that was mentioned in a much more uh, el- elegant way earlier. <laughs> yeah.
3: You weren't oh, even wait, born in nineteen ninety, Sam. So. I was born eight years later. Okay, I was in that, the very last two years. Okay, <laughs> it, okay, it, I was in the nineties. Okay, it years. is,
2: uh, it is astounding. Yes, yeah, we're we're, we're as close to
1: 1990.
3: 19, uh, 19. As, 90, we as we 2050. are as we are 2050. And we still
0: won't have flying cars.
1: And so. still won't have the flying cars. But maybe. Uh, yeah, they're just ecological killers. Feral cats, uh, they kill for fun, abandoning dead animals uh, that become food for rats mm-hmm. and other scavengers. Uh they also uh they kill about a one point four billion and f- songbirds every year.
0: Aww. So
1: up to almost four, somewhere between two and four billion songbirds every year. Feral cats, Um, outdoor cats kill at least uh, nearly 7 million mammals uh, and not rats. (laughs) So uh, this is leading to the thing. Um, You have the the idea that, that cats are are rat killers. They, it comes from ships in the 1800s. They would uh, bring cats on the, on the ships to, to kill the rats. Uh, but they really wouldn't do that. They wouldn't kill the rats on the ships. Um, hmm. they would keep them away from the food stores, but it mm-hmm. wouldn't. They wouldn't actually kill them. Uh, if you want something that's good at killing rats, what kind of dog do you think is a good rat killer?
2: Oh man, take your pick of the terriers. Yeah, I was gonna say Jack that. Russell. Yeah,
1: Jack yeah. Russell's uh, one of the best uh, rat ratters out there. Uh, and then as you leave food, there's a bunch of stuff. As you leave food, uh, rabies, right? And, and as you leave food out, um, a lot of times the the rats are feeding off the food you're leaving out for your cats, right. uh, the feral cats in the neighborhood. So uh, cat poop takes a long time to degrade in soil, and it contaminates it. So not a good thing. Hmm. Not a good thing. So, yeah, feral cats. Um capture spay and release right if you can yeah you know cuz that the guy said he thinks it's an intact male it's like well if you've captured it once capture spay and release yeah. or neuter or release might not be a bad idea cuz yeah that, that feral cat population is just
2: cats can uh, thrive in just about any environment dangerous. too right. hot cold doesn't matter they'll uh, they'll find a way
1: and they're they're prolific right they breed like rabbits yeah. There's a there's a town in Syria where there's more cats than there are people. Can you believe <laughs> Speaking that? Speaking of
2: Syria, did you know no? Did you know that the um uh the brown hamster, you know, the hamster that you, you that are you find in any every pet store? Yeah. huh. Yeah, yeah all of them, virtually all of them, uh, have descended from one pair of hamsters in the sixties from Syria. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Because that's where they're native. They're native to Syria. Huh.
1: Somebody brought a pair over and then just yep. started selling them at Kmart. Yeah. They, yep. They
2: uh, <laughs> talk about prolific uh, breeders. Yeah. Yeah. But there's
1: a, there's a, a town in Syria and it's, it's kind of a sad story because it's, it's so bombed out <laughs> uh, between the bombings from Syria and Russian forces. Uh, there's not a lot of people left, uh, but yeah, uh, There's fewer than 100 people living in the city now, uh, but there's still uh, a couple thousand cats roaming wild in this Syrian city of Wow. K-A-R-F-N-A-B-L. It's like Cat Central. There's just, and they got pictures of just hordes of roaming cats. That's crazy. (laughs) Nutty. All right. So, Sam, just talking about headlines.
3: Yes, headlines, headlines.
1: Give me some music.
3: Oh, okay. Let's go.
0: Fact
2: or fiction. You decide.
1: All right, there we go. It's uh, fact or fiction. There's three headlines ripped from the news. Two of them absolutely true. One completely false, made up by me earlier when I should have been making my resolutions. (laughs) Three headlines, two are true, one is false. Sam, you're going to have to ascertain which is the false...
3: As always, fact,
1: and uh, we each have uh, we have all three of them. So, just Brian, if you want to read one,
2: sure. Headline number one: Mosquitoes will be the biggest killer of the new century.
0: Oh, wow! All
2: right. Headline number so, two:
0: Number two, could relatives of measles virus jump from animals to us?
1: All right, and our third headline: CDC recommends caution around puppies as man's best friend is linked to
2: antibiotic-resistant bacteria. (laughs) Okay.
3: Can we read them again? Number
0: one, mosquitoes will be the biggest killer of the new century. Uh, Number two, could relatives of measles virus jump from animals to us?
1: And the CDC recommends caution around puppies as man's best friend is linked to antibiotic-resistant bacteria.
0: Good luck
3: god these all sound so good um sorry uh well can i find a friend (laughs) wait do you guys do you guys know which one is fake too? them two or no uh, no which one do you think it is you guys
2: (laughs) i think i know can you tell me Uh, (laughs) i will not tell you sam i am
0: uh
3: now, which one do you think it is? <laughs>
0: All three of them actually sound uh, right on, right on spot. Fairly, like, fairly yeah. plausible. Very, very. Yeah. Plausible.
3: Why are you getting better at because this? Because
0: mosquitoes. Because you're getting better at it. Mosquitoes Sam. are gonna bite no, you. I'm that not. was
3: my
1: resolution. ramping it up.
3: Ramp it up, because Sam can tell which ones you've typed out. Yeah. Um. I guess I'll go with the, the middle one.
1: The middle one. Mm-hmm. It's number two. mm Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have I I don't have my negative sound effects.
3: Man, <laughs> 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 was it the last one? It was a
2: mosquito one. God
1: I knew that damn enough.
3: it!
2: I knew it was a mosquito one because you have a biggest killer of the new century. It's a decade. It's not oh. A decade.
3: <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! I'm so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh it was right in front of me the oh, whole time
1: see and i leave
2: clues no, yeah. yeah like i did that intentionally
3: <laughs> no, i was gonna change and i
2: thought you know what i wonder if she'll pick that up <laughs> no
3: she didn't because she's dumb
2: no no samantha oh, so i'm
1: just with the self-deprecation i'm just
2: wildly.
3: Uh, no it's a fact okay <laughs> stop what was your it, resolution Sam, stop again it. Stop it. <laughs> that's not my resolution my uh, resolution was to be more creative not to get smarter <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right so there you go so that's uh there you go so that's the fact or fiction oh the stories where are the stories i got them saved over here
3: not the mosquito I didn't, one
1: i didn't share the stories no
3: dang i thought mosquitoes mm. could
1: but no there's a dang. there's a virus right they're worried about the a Zika virus, virus that can jump from animals to oh. us it's uh and it's the main the main one is a measles Virus. That's Uh, scary. Yeah. So some European countries, including the UK, um, lost their measles-free status. uh, Like many developing countries, especially parts of Africa, Asia, and Oceania, Uh, they're seeing frequent outbreaks of measles. Uh, The Republic of the Congo. Come on, baby, do that, Congo. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, They're experiencing they're experiencing protracted outbreaks. uh, Over a quarter million cases, more than fifty or 5,000 deaths, uh, mainly children under five. Uh, The reason for the measles upturn, it's a declining uptake of measles vaccinations in those countries. And uh, you need to immunize over 90% of a population to protect it from measles. And the immunization immunization rates in the Congo there are are well below 60. Uh, So yeah, so there's a potential... Uh, hidden potential in poor vaccination coverage. And so, yeah, there's a, a measles virus that can jump from animals to us. Scary. Um, so it, it can be seen in species, dogs, seals, cats, and monkeys. So there you go. So uh, measles, wrecking havoc, and they can. it's zoonotic. It can go from people to animals and back and forth there. Uh, and then the other one, Australian fire, nope. CDC recommends uh, caution around puppies. They have an antibiotic resistant bacteria. So oof, yeah. So puppy, uh, puppy care basics after a, a outbreak of a, a multi-drug resistant virus can contracted from pet store puppies. Uh, is nearly two dozen people in the U S about 30 people of between the ages of eight months and 70 years old in 13 different States have been infected and, uh, uh, yeah, it seems it, it seems like food poisoning, but it's not, mm. uh, it's coming from the dogs is what they're saying. So after handling a puppy, after playing with your pet, um, wash your, hand. wash your hands, right. Cleaning up, uh, the poo or the pee or the vomit, uh, wash your hands thoroughly. Don't or, touch
0: your eyes or face. So there you go. I was going to say, you know, the moral of the two stories, vaccinate, ba- <laughs> vaccinate and wash your damn hands.
1: Uh, it's cold and flu season uh wash your damn hands so there you go uh yeah that's crazy 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 business did i have another question here for you brian i think i do nope that's not the right page there i have these pages lined up i
3: swear
1: you know i thought it was time for what did you think it was time for the
2: highlight of every show
1: the (laughs) highlight of every show you think so i was uh i was kind of yeah because i don't have anything else in there sam (laughs) what's up you got some more music for me? It's a highlight.
3: Uh is it this oh, yes. one? Yeah. Wait, hold on.
1: The lo- a low light. This one? That's it. <laughs> These are not good at all. It's
2: time
3: for We need some good ones in here. Can you let me do it one time? One day, one time, whatever.
1: Sure. Um all right, so why do the French not eat snails. What? No, I'm sorry. Why do the French eat snails?
3: Because they're salty.
1: The French eat snails because they don't like fast food.
3: <laughs> the snails are slow.
1: slow. That's, it, that's, it, that's
3: it. I had what no you... snails in France.
1: What do you... What do you call... <laughs> what do you call shaving a crazy sheep?
3: <laughs> uh, shaving
1: a... What do you call shaving a crazy sheep? I have no idea. Sheer madness.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God! wow where, got, where do you find to, where do you find a dog that? with
1: no legs
3: <laughs> right where you left him.
1: right where you left him. that
3: was not good come on we've heard that one uh
1: what pine has the longest needles
3: what needle has the longest pines
1: what uh porcupines
3: oh my
0: god hey hey sam what do you know what the loudest pet you can get is
3: a seahorse. A
0: trumpet. Uh, ah. What do you do if your
1: cat swallows your pencil? <laughs>
3: Erase <laughs> it.
1: Use a pen. <laughs> there
3: you go. All right. You
1: can. You can. You can. End this if you want, Samantha. <laughs> yep. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Tell the kind of people uh stuff. Oh, where they
3: can find us. Yeah. Um, so you can go visit us at our website, www.animaltalkradio.com. You don't have to put the www dot. That is just a preference. Um, and then we <laughs> have <laughs> our merch site, wearingfunny.com. So you can go buy some merch over there. And then we have all of our social media pages, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. They're all at Animal Talk Radio. And that's our social media, and you can interact with us on there.
1: Hey, all right, like, subscribe, leave a comment. Thanks for hanging out with us. I appreciate it, truly. uh Enjoy everybody that that comes and hangs out with us. I appreciate you guys. Merry new decade. Merry <laughs> new. Got decade. It right. I got it right.
3: <laughs> Merry right. new century. Can yes, it's week? been a hundred years.
1: Feels like a hundred years, doesn't it? All right, Samantha. Have an exotic week.
3: And kiss your wild thing for me. Bye-bye, boys.
2: Have fun storming the castle.
3: Think it'll work?
2: It would take a miracle. Bye-bye.